Welcome to the Advisory Insights interviews. My name is Louise Brockman. I'm the founder and CEO of the Advisory Board Centre, and I'm here today with a certified chair and business owner, Peter Murphy. Peter, welcome. Thank you, Louise. Thanks for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. So, Peter, let's start off to uh, just talk about a bit about your business so we get some context to your advisory board. Okay. So, just to, to give everyone some good, I've known Louise probably for 20 years and always admired what she's done and then what's more recently the advisory um, board centre grow. But my business, C3 Talent, is three years old next week. Um, myself and my business partner, Kelly Howard, both have had a long history, 25 years each, in executive recruitment and hire and um, you know, search, predominantly in the Brisbane market. We've created this boutique business, which is focused on, we call it creating values through talent. And it, it's really three areas we focus on. There's boards, um, there's executive and management. So it's not just C-suite roles, it's anyone who leads a team, general managers, site managers, operational managers, and then what we call corporate services. And that really covers finance and accounting, HR, digital and transformation, and some risk and compliance roles. So there's six of us uh, in the business. We're going to go on enormous growth of 50% this year from four to six people. And part of that has been due to the advice we've got from Sean Steele, who's our chair. Great. And um, you, uh, you are a certified chair yourself, but you wanted to build an advisory board for your own business. Tell me a bit about what was the trigger for that and what do you, what's your advisory board structure there to help you with? But the, the, the trigger point actually, Louise, is probably doing the certified chair course. You know, when, when I did it in, in February last year before COVID hit, you know, COVID put a lot of plans on, and, um, on hold. But you know, through conversations with you and then actually using Sean to help do some um, client surveys and the manner he went about it, what we realised is that we were very good at, at doing our work. We were very good at planning, but we weren't very good at, you know, I, I suppose making the plan a reality. And we felt that by having an advisory board, our view is it's a bit like having an external conscience rather than Kelly and me get busy and try to hold ourselves to account. But you know, when you're going to meet with someone um, once a month or once every six weeks and say, this is where we're at and all, you get a greater commitment to doing things. So it was a trigger point also that we could keep going doing what we've always done, I suppose, but let's just challenge ourselves. And, and I know Kelly did you know, the course as well. So we've both done it and got out of it and I'd recommend it to, to anyone. But it was saying, okay, how can we use this for, for our business and what will be the benefit of it? So, you know, we, we thought let's, you know, and, and the reason I suppose we decided, we spoke to you about it, we decided to choose Sean to come in as a chair was from the exercise he did in terms of speaking to 15 of our clients, he had great insight into us and the way we worked in there, our clients and also an understanding. So we probably didn't go through your formal EOI process and I know we spoke about that with you but we both felt comfortable with him and, I, and not comfortable in the respect that he'd just do what we want him to do comfortable in the respect that he'd challenge us and he'd understand had an understanding of where we wanted to go so we didn't have to probably spend that initial formation period we could at the very first meeting hit the ground running because of the work he'd done previously so you know we probably um 
jumped ahead a little bit in terms of some of your, you know, your formation processes, but we we understood that, you know, we did the growth school you know, card and all that. So Sean had all that information, which was really valuable for him. And it just, you know, what it did demonstrate was, I suppose, and it surprised the similarities mm. where Kelly and myself thought the business was. You know, you, you often think you're on a on a different page for your business partner, but it really said, you know, they went, yeah, there was some variants, but they were nowhere near as big as I probably thought they might be, you know, going into that. Um, so it was really a case of, okay, let's start. We've got one. Yeah. You know, it's, um, you know, it's a commitment for a year. Let's see where we're at, at, you know, at the end of that. But, you know, we really, we've had three meetings today and they've been really valuable, you know, and, and particularly in the, the process at the moment, doing the plan for next year. You know, Sean has that very structured OKR approach and break it down, you know, and he's taken some of your 90-day plans and the quarter. So I feel like we've, the best analogy is we're building a new house. You know, we're getting the concrete and the foundations right. We're probably putting up some of the walls now. What will we put inside in terms of products and where will we go? But he's helped us where our focus, because I think if you're not careful as a recruiter, you can end up trying to be all things to all people. And in the early stage growth of the business, we probably do any role we can. Now we're just focusing on those three key areas. It's a really interesting example, Peter, about the evolution of relationships. So you might have someone coming and doing a piece of work and then moving into an advisory board structure, yeah, a yeah. secondary relationship, but it's not at the same time, but it's yeah. it's, a, it's an evolution on both sides of the equation for you as well as for the chair. Yeah, yeah and it was interesting because I think, you know, we, we'd had Sean do the great work in terms of the client survey and it made us think about it. And I think I, I spoke to you about whether we were, I'm going to say, jumping the gun, going with Sean or, or the like. And, you know, we, we decided that we both, you know, liked his company, liked the way he thought he had to understand the business. So I remember we are sitting down having lunch to thank him for the client survey work. And we just threw out the idea about, you know, a chair. And, and you know, because he'd been so involved with you for ages, he obviously understood it. And, and you know, I said to him, do you think it'd be a bad idea? He said, no, I think it'd be good. And, and, and we said, you know, probably set it up a little bit where he couldn't say no. I think where we said to him, you know, what what do you look for? You know, when you're, you know, take on chair, he goes, well, you know, people are likely people who will do interesting things and went through all this and then we sat there at lunch and I said to him, well, we, we you know, we're going to do the chair, you know, a role. We'd only have a chair, you know, in an advisory board. It would be one person for you, you know, it'd be the chair. Would you be interested? And it was interesting. He sat back and went, and you know, your heart sinks and you, you think, oh, he's going to say no. And he goes, Oh, you're not really focused. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd be really interested in that. And, and it's been really good, you know, um, been, because, you know, as you know, you've got to, some people, you know, even if they do want to commit, don't have the time commitment, we weren't sure of that. But, you yeah. know, it was, um, you know, certainly running to date, it's been the right for us, absolutely. That's great. And you can see how it's a journey too. It evolves over time as uh, oh, and yeah. uh, meeting you where you are and then bringing you on that journey of making it formal when it's ready. Yeah. Can I just ask, you know, from as a business owner, Peter, yep. what suggestions uh, would you have or tips for other business owners and organisations considering, um, you know, whether an advisory board is right for them or not? Look, I, I think the advisory board is right for you if you're, you're willing to change and challenge the status quo. Yeah. You know, um, you know, if you just want normal one of the middle you don't need an advisory board because you can do it really well but what we wanted was someone who 
probably made us raise our sights and think we could be eager or do better work than what we're doing at the at the moment. I think the advisory boards are really good when you um, leave your ego at the door. Mm -hmm. You know, you know they, they, they come in to advise you. It doesn't mean you, you have to take notice of them, but if you're not going to take notice of them, why go through the charade? And, and the second meeting was really good because we'd had about six weeks between and and I sat down and I said to Sean, I said, Sean, the thing I'm really struggling with at the moment because we're really busy at work is, is actually how do I break down my time between working in the business and working on the business? And he just gave some really key, you know, insightful comments on that. Well, this is what I've done and tried that. And we've both tried that since then. Um, but I think, you know, they will never know your business to the extent you will. Yeah. But they will look at it differently and give you ideas that you haven't thought about because you know that old saying you can't see the wood from the trees at times so i think you get so much in it and there's a couple of you know, great examples in terms of sean's talked about trying to get the stickability of our clients because most clients see a, you know a recruiter or a search firm as a it's a transaction i do a role for you and you move on mm -hmm. whereas if we can get it you know, and part of the process he's got us thinking about which is the challenge for the next you know six months, you know, the next financial year, is what products can we offer that help improve our process, but also give us greater access to the wider team within the client? And that's really good. That's really valuable because it's just making us think differently about what we do and how we deliver our service. But I think, you know, you've got to be open to be challenged rather than just getting an advisory board to be a rubber stamp. All you're doing is, is wasting everyone's time. And the right... The right people who end up on an advisory board like that will will leave because they're not seeing they're adding any value. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so true, um, Peter. It's great to see that that progress being made, and, and congratulations on on that. And uh, you know, the whole thing is to ensure that you know when you when you engage external advisors that they're impactful and making a difference to you, yep. the business, but also you personally. So it's great to see. Well, look, thank you, Louise. I mean, if you never developed this concept i suppose it's something we wouldn't you know, never thought of so i would say to, to businesses at various stages think about it because i think the value you get out of it is the value you put into it in terms of the time of building the relationship with the advisor yeah. so the onus is on you if it fails my view is it's on you as the business owner rather than the advisor yeah set it up for success yeah wonderful thanks peter yeah. i really appreciate you taking that time out and sharing your story and, uh, and anyone who's interested in the Advisory Board Centre, it's advisoryboardcentre.com. But thank you very much, Peter, and go well. Okay. All the best, Louise. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.